0: That's it to right field. Long run
1: for Pilar. And Pilar all out into foul territory to make the play.
2: Bogarts with a drive out to right field. Judges back on it and that one's gone! Against all odds there's a high fly ball driven deep to right do go back to the pen. Leaps up. He caught it. He caught the ball. He took it back. And
0: I'll keep waiting for a Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Pole Podcast. Episode what was it 74? Believe Some, so. 74. Somewhere around there. We have a very, very special one for you guys. Brian and I got up. Oh. Joining me, one of our guests, Brian Costa of Down to the Wire. Brian, say
1: what's good. What's good? Thank you for the very impromptu intro. I appreciate it. Uh, once again, <laughs> happy to be on the show, Robert. Yeah. Always a pleasure to have you on. And today I needed to
0: bring Brian on because I needed some help. Joining us today, we have eighth round pick, outfielder from the Red Sox organization, currently playing in Salem, Virginia, Will Dalton. Now, funny story between... Will and I, I originally messaged him in February to come get a interview done. He messaged me a day or two after saying he'd love to. The problem is on Instagram. I share that account with Adam and Adam will sometimes very rarely post stuff on there. Adam saw the message and never told me. So I never saw it in my inbox and I let the message sit there and sit there for eight weeks. Until I finally realized. So, I a couple days ago, I messaged back out to Will. I apologized to him. I said, look, I'm sorry about this. If you still want to come Adam on the show. Is, Adam is a doofus. Yes. Adam is an idiot. I apologize. <laughs> if you still want to come on the show, I'd love to have you. And he was nice enough to say, yeah, let's still get a show in. I mean, this dude's killing it in Salem right now. Batting over 300. We're only about 12 games in for him. But he is still killing the game. You excited for this one, Brian? I'm very excited for it. Let's get into it. All right, let's not hold the people too much longer before we do. Make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, gang. I never ever forget about you guys. How you guys doing today? By the way, I want to do this thing starting this episode, where, like I said, I got people from like all over the world who listen, right? So I'm gonna shout out some, shout out the random person from Dallas, Texas, who watches this. If that's you. DM me on Instagram. All right, but shout out to the random person listening to me in Dallas, Texas. I appreciate you, and I appreciate everybody worldwide who listens to me. Without further ado, let's get right into this interview. All right, guys, so with us today, we have eighth round pick selected by our Boston Red Sox outfielder, Will Dalton. Will, what's good, my man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. You know, it's yeah. awesome to have you in. We got a bunch of questions we wanted to ask you. Let us and our fans get to know you, a little bit about you, and more about the baseball side of you. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. And I know we were just talking about this off recording. You were saying you are talking about the media and everything right out of college. But I want to start off the interview with your first draft night, where you got drafted in the 29th round by the Orioles right out of high school. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. 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 Um, coming,
0: coming out of high school, it's always hard to tell where someone will be drafted, but is that where you thought you would end up and what made your decision to not go to straight to the MLB and go to college?
2: Um, so my whole recruiting process was, um, and growing up was quite interesting. Um, I, you know, just started off with, I wasn't the most physical guy my whole high school career. I wasn't the most polished guy. I wasn't, um, you know, just the, you know, most polished gym in in, in the bag, I guess you could say. Um, but I knew I could play. Um, I found a way to play. Uh, I found a way to be successful. I found a way, you know, always to win. Um, that was my goal. That was what I how I was, you know, brought into this game. Um, that's how I trained. That's how my coaches, you know, helped me form into, form me into the player that I am now. Um, and so, you know, going into it, I I didn't have any division one offers out of high school, um, had known that I was going to a junior college for a while. Um, and actually really, you know, being drafted was one of my goals out of high school, even, you know, without the, the big, you know, recruiting process that you know a lot of guys go through um in high school. Um and so I knew it just took one one team to be interested. Um I played in a good district or conference in high school. Um we had many kids, you know, that were going to Vanderbilt, going to sec schools that many scouts were out to see play. And it just took one good game against those guys to get guys interested into to you know maybe taking a chance on me. Um, Going into it, you know, my senior season, uh, I was having a good year um, and then one night played, a, you know, played a pretty good game and, and all of a sudden started having text messages pop on my phone from a scout that was at the game asking for, you know, my information, you know, my email, stuff of that nature to basically, you know, fill out the normal draft stuff. So, I mean, it, it was exciting. Um, it was something that, you know, I definitely was like, wow, this is, you know, i put my head down and, and tried to make this happen and I'm making it happen. Um, but when it came down to it, I had to realize the fact that, um, I still had a lot more development to do body wise. I still needed to, you know, get bigger, get stronger, get faster. Um, I knew the drive was there. I knew the ability was there. Um, it was the, just matter of, you know, polishing that, um, but also understanding, um, you know, the business side of things, um, knowing that I, me being younger, I mean, knowing that I maybe needed another year of, of playing college, college ball or something of that nature, um, to, to get off to a better start and pro ball. Um, I knew that was possibly necessary. So, um, you know, I, I'd set a number, I'd set what I, where I wanted it to be, you know, when you get drafted in the 28th round, you don't, you know, we don't get as much money, obviously. You know, you're not, it's not like you're going to – you know, it's not a big investment. I wanted a team to make an investment out of me in, out of college. And if that wasn't the case, then I was perfectly okay with going to school for a year. Um, I knew I had, you know, the same chances of getting picked up higher coming out of a junior college my freshman year um, as long as I just went and played my game. Um, so when, when that happened, you know, it, I was with my buddies um, – You know, if it happened, cool. If it didn't, it didn't. Um, I got the phone call, um, got to, you know, call my coaches, call my parents. And it was it was an unreal, you know, scenario, whether, you know, even though I didn't sign, um, it it was awesome. You know, it it showed that, hey, if you want something, it doesn't matter if people keep telling you no. Um, You're not good enough. No, you're not big enough. No, you're not strong enough. Uh, It's just an – a fringe hitter. Um, well, you know, if you work at something hard enough, at the end of the day, they're, they can't deny you, um, you know, and and that's what I, I tell a lot of people, you know, a lot of kids growing up that don't have as, as, as much of a, you know, high profile look to them. And, and people are like, well, are they going to be able to play this game for a long time? Are they going to be able to go to college? They don't have a lot of offers. Yeah. If you want to make it work, make it work. You know, you got to be able to do stuff that you don't, you know, that other people aren't willing to do. you got to miss out on stuff. you got to, you know, miss out hanging out with your friends, miss on on some of the, you know, stuff that a lot of people look back on and be like, wow, that was so much fun. Well, I get to look back and say, well, I missed that, but guess what? I get to do something now, you know, and I've gotten to experience some things with this game that other people have because I was willing to, you know, get away from just – everyday life and work hard to try to make a goal that I had of mine, you know, into a reality. So, um, it, it was cool. Um, but you know, at the end of it, we, we knew that I was most likely, you know, I was a 99.9% chance I was going to end up going to junior college. Um, and I was going to play, play in college for at least a year. Um, and that, that's where I kind of set my sights after that. So. All right.
0: Um, and you're originally from West Tennessee, right?
2: Uh, I'm from, middle Tennessee so like it's like 35 minutes south of like southwest of of Nashville you know if you live around that area and that mm-hmm. area around Nashville you just say you're from Nashville but it's uh it's from Spring Tennessee. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah I'm from about a half a uh, half hour an hour south of Knoxville so I'm on the eastern side
2: okay yeah, yeah. so that's my right. sister my sister actually lives uh do you know where Cookville is Cookville yeah that's about an hour north of me somewhere around that okay way. yeah so that's where that's where um my sister lives. Uh, she went to school at Tech. So my brother-in-law. Um, and then uh, all my friends ended up going to to school in in Chattanooga. A lot of them did. Mm-hmm. So nice. they, I've spent some time down there. So it's gorgeous over here, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt.
1: Yeah, I'm the one loner because I actually have never been to Tennessee. I still live up in Mass. I, Rob, <laughs> Rob, was, Rob was bullying me about it before the show, and I was like, I was like, listen, man. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Uh, you know, one kind of thing that that kind that kind of struck me when you were kind of talking about, uh, like, your whole experience of getting drafted the first time, uh, when you kind of brought that up, it and, like, you seemed to make a really informed decision of, like, saying, like, hey, like, there's, like, a 99 point, like, there's, like, a 99% chance I'm going to probably be going to play another year after this. You know, when, like, and, you know, you probably had, like, your sights set on, like, all right, this is probably a goal that I have for myself and all that stuff when it happened though was there kind of a moment where where, where it kind of struck you and, and it was like it was like holy crap this actually just happened like like do, like was there a second where you where you almost had to like reconsider things or or was it or was it kind of like hey i had a game plan i'm gonna stick to it and and you know this is just this is just you know the way that that this is playing out
2: um yeah i mean there's always obviously you never know um with these guys that sit in these rooms and make all these, you know, calls for to, to draft a player, you never know what they're willing to do. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it was something I had to kind of wait around, see what they wanted to do, see what they wanted to say. But, you know, um, also see the reality side of things. Um, didn't have a lot of leverage, wasn't going to a big school. Um, you know, I was kind of still a nobody to a lot of people. Um, and I knew that. Um, and so, uh, it, it was just something that, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I did, I did think about, Hey, this could happen. You know, we could do this. We could sign right now. Um, but it was also something I had to remind myself, look, like you've bet on yourself your whole career, you know, don't just take the easy way now and, and, you know, sign now if it's just the easiest option. Um, don't be afraid to continue to bet on yourself and believe in yourself that you, you can go where you believe you can go. And that's higher. Um, you know, that's it. You just never know what hard work can do. So it was, it was something kind of, you know, we definitely waited. We sat down and I, I talked to my family and I talked to my friends, talked to my coaches and, and, but we, we all kind of figured, Hey, another year would be good for me. So it, it was something that, you know, worked out in the long run for me and I'm happy I did yeah all
1: right yeah absolutely so uh obviously will like you know that that helped out a lot for you and you know it it, it definitely was a decision that paid off at you know you know you know being like you went from you know the, uh, being a pick in the late 20s to you know getting into the top 10 rounds like it was you know a dramatic shift upwards for you and it and it really and it really did show that 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 did kind of pay dividends so, you know, the second time when you got drafted around, uh, when, when you got drafted, you know, back in 2019, I was actually graduating high school at the time, which is wild to think now, but, uh, but back when that happened, uh, you know, you ended up getting, you ended up getting the call from the Red Sox. Uh, were there any, were there any other inklings of like, maybe teams that were maybe like, you know, you know, that were there any other rumblings of, of like, Hey, like this team might be interested in you. Were there anything, was there anything like that going on? Or did it just happen to be that you just got the call and it was like, Hey, I'm going to be going to be a Red Sox.
2: So, um, you know, junior year was a whirlwind of emotions. Um, yeah. A little, some positives, but there were a lot of negatives in that year. Um, came into the year, preseason all American, um, sophomore year went off, um, put my name on the map. Everybody knew who the little, the little guys, you know, little right-hand hitter, um, Tennessee was. And now that I'd gone off from SEC and done my thing and and finally showed, you know, my true colors to everybody, um, that it, it kind of, you know, I came into the year and and saw that, hey, wow, you went from a 29th round guy to now people are, are, you know, scouts and, and people are talking to you. The fact that you have a chance to, you know, go as early as the first round, you know, you have as early to go the second, the third, the fourth, um, you know the my junior year struggled. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't awful. You know, I battled. I you know did everything I could every day to try to help my team win. But I you know I had my um, you know bumps in the road. Uh, ended up you know falling off a lot of people's boards. Ended up going in the eighth. You know the day of the draft, I uh, I had calls that I could still go from you know all the way down from three to. 10, it was just a matter of time of who was willing to take the chance. Um, you know, once again, it was just me. Um, yeah, telling tell myself, you know, sounds like these guys still aren't all in. I know I had a bad year. I know um, I underachieved in many ways um, for my team. And and so it, it was basically saying, you know, it's just going to take one person a day to say, okay, Um because I'm going to bet on myself and I'm going to prove to them, you know, they got a first round talent. Um, it was just, you know, matter of time. I had to get back into being me, doing me. And so, you know, I had uh, Mariners and the Cubs and some other teams that called me that morning and, and, and spoke to me and, you know, trying to figure some things out. And then um, Casey called me, at, I think, I think it was like the fifth round Said, hey, we're probably gonna take you in the fifth. Um, said okay. Sixth round, you know, fifth round, sixth round comes around, they didn't pick me. Sixth round, they call again, said the same thing. I said okay. Same thing, falls through. Seventh round has same, same thing. Uh, I think there was another team that said there was a possibility of them taking me. Um, they had called, you know, my agent at the time, or whatever. And, I said, OK, again, you know, I just yeah. want to get kid that wanted to play baseball, man. You know, give me a hot dog and a plane ticket. I'll be on a plane tomorrow. <laughs> I promise you I'll you, show up ready now at work, everybody. Um, and so uh, another, you know, seventh round and in the, in the seventh round, Casey already had their pick. They picked another pitcher and I just sat there and I was just like, you know, I, my family and everybody that I had there was sitting around me. And I just kind of stood up and. You Know she's a language I was just like, son of a bitch. I was like, you know, that's that's four rounds in a row, three, four rounds in a row. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, so at this point, you know, I'm getting up and I picked up my phone and I walked outside, take a deep breath, and I just, you know, I only got to the point. I was like, no, wherever this goes, this goes. You know, you, you, del- you brought out these cards, you struggled this year, you know, you just got to wear it, you got to wear it on the chin. Um, no matter where you go, you got to be proud of it. You know, it's, a, it's an accomplished no matter what. Accomplishment no matter what. And about two minutes later, um, I had a phone call from my guy, and he says, Hey, Boston's willing to take you eighth round. Um, you know, get ready because it's about to happen. And I was like, All right, cool. You know, and and the coolest story behind that is when I went on my official visit to the University of Florida my freshman year um, in junior college, uh. Craig Bell, um, the coach, the recruiting coordinator and the third base coach at the time, uh, was taking me out to lunch right after I got, um, you know, done touring the campus. And the first guy that I met, you know, in the city of Gainesville, other than the coaches was Stephen Hargit, the scout, the scout for the Red Sox. He was at the barbecue, uh, restaurant we went to and I met him. And, um, ever since then we had, you know, we had talked and been close and, um really gotten to know each other um so you know it was it was cool to see a guy that you know had been really invested for me since literally the minute I've been in that town um even just on my official visit before I even was committed um it, it was it was cool to see him be able to get a player that you know he spent time and a lot of effort learning who I was and finding the background information of what makes me tick and you know it it's not just, it wasn't just him sitting and watching you play baseball. So it, it was cool. Um, the fact that, hey, he was the one of the first guys I ever met in that town. Was, you know, the guy that, you know, got me out of that town to go play, you know, follow my dreams. So. I
0: completely get that. And that's actually a really cool story about how you're able to meet him. But that that sucks. Team passing only three rounds in a row. I would have been
2: hey a You know, I think I looked up at my dad at one point and said, dad, if this was easy with this, you know, would that make it right for my story? And he goes, no, <laughs> nothing's ever been given to me easy. And, you know, um, and so, you know, in all honesty, it, it kind of, I settled down into my comfort zone once I just kept getting past and past and past. And I understand, you know, you got guys, you got to make an investment on um, sometimes I can scare people, you know, sometimes I can be a wild card. Um, but, you know, in the long run, target new, um you know I was gonna bet on myself and if there was anybody that was gonna you know back up his word it was gonna be me um and you know I that's my the way I work about it every day you know I bet on myself I work as hard as I can and um however the cards fall they fall so yep I
1: yeah that's so, crazy oh so yeah no so what I was gonna say is you know I mean you know once, you, once that decision got made, it probably was, like, a massive relief off your back. I probably would have to assume so, like,
2: right. Definitely, definitely. No, definitely. Yeah,
1: so once that kind of came across, like, you know, within, like, a two-week span or kind of just less than that, you go from playing college ball down, down in Florida, kind of, you know, doing your thing down there, to then, you know, being shipped up and playing minor league ball in Lowell, Massachusetts. It, how does that – like, I mean, you know, just two very different places. How does that kind of a transition, you know – Like, how did you kind of transition to that, you know, going from, you know, D one ball to the minor leagues? Cause I actually know, I, I, I watched some, I've watched, uh, there's a YouTuber named Matt Antonella. He, he, he was a second baseman previously in the majors and he's kind of made videos highlighting, uh, you know, like, you know, like what different levels of the minor leagues are like, and you know what it's like once you make it to the majors and different things like that. And he was kind of describing like, like the atmosphere down in like the minor leagues. What was that kind of a transition like for you?
2: Um, you know, I I would say it was more of kind of like I had to take a deep breath. Um, you know, college at times, you know, you play more games over a pro season, but I felt like at college at times, um, don't get me wrong, every time you step out in between those white lines, that game matters. Um, at least for me, it does. You know, in Pro Bowl, a lot of guys say, Oh, it's all about development, but. In my opinion, I look at everybody and I don't care who it is, um, whether it's from, you know, the highest of highs in an organization um, or, you know, some guy, you know, that cleans the stalls down in JetBlue. I'll tell him if I step between those lines, I don't give a shit what I do. I just give a shit about winning the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, it. It just, I don't know, I had to take a deep breath and kind of relax um, and and kind of just start going with the flow, learning kind of the flows of pro ball. Um, You know, I've been around guys that have played professional baseball for a while, um, you know, learning, taking what they had taught me and and learning from them and and kind of just figuring it out that way. Um, But... You know, I came in, I was a little, I was banged up from the college season um, physically and, and the mental toll of it. Um, and so never really got to recover from that. So, you know, I, I struggled a little bit because of those issues as well. Um, but, you know, it was, it, it, it was a learning experience, you know, it kind of allowed me to see where I was at, see what I needed to do, see you know, get ready for the off season, what I, you know, needed to, to, you know, polish and my own skills for pro ball, back into the next spring training and, and just go from there.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and plus um, the city of Lowell, right. I'm so mad. We didn't keep that team too. That was my first uh-huh. experience in baseball was when I was, you know, four or five years old, my dad taking me to Lowell Spinness games. Cause we live 10 minutes from the park. That's how I fell in love with the game. So seeing my I- it'll be back, man. I hope I
2: hope you're coming from some sort of inside source because I can't I can't say anything but just trust me in the fact that it'll be back. If it's not back, we're all gonna be mad. We have we have that place has a special, uh, you know, spot in a lot of the 19 drafts hearts. You know, we we love that town, um, but that, that town it'll be back. Don't worry about it. That's good. That's <laughs> good.
0: I gotta ask one quick thing. Um, when you were in Lowell in 2019. One of, um, I believe I saw somewhere. Were you friends with a guy named Brendan Salucci?
2: That's my roommate. He was your roommate. Uh, okay, that's.
0: that's I knew roommate. I
2: saw you guys somewhere like together. But, but. that is that is my roommate. Um, we moved in together. So I, in June of uh, last summer. I, you know, it was about a month before I was sitting at home in Tennessee and I was like, man, I need to change scenery, man. I want to get back to like full on training every day. No distractions, nothing. Um, you know, this is going to be a big year coming up. Um, and I called him because, you know, I'd roomed with him a couple of times on the road. We were good friends. We'd stayed in touch. Um, but he had a guy, it was the same guy, you know, had the same kind of passion for how to play this game and how I play it as well. And um, same drive. And and so, it was something that, you know, I called him and I was like, hey, man, I'm moving to Florida, you know, and he goes, OK. And I said, I need a roommate. So how about you pack yourself up, get out of Philly. You know, I know it's decently nice up there right now, but once it gets cold this winter, you're not going to want to be there. And he was like, yeah, it's true. I said, I'll get an apartment. You know, we can split the cost, yada, 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 so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, we made it happen. And so, you know, kids like my brother, you know, sometimes I have to take care of him like he's my son, but I love him. <laughs> to death. Um, you that know, there's, me. there's been instances where, you know, I've had to like help him out with certain situations and the guy goes, all right, thanks, dad. I wouldn't have been able to do this without you. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, we know. But yeah, another kid. I love a kid to death. He's 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 a brother to me.
0: I He was the first guy I had on the show way back in April of 2020, once all this stuff so I, I have him on twice now. He is the most, like, humble guy I've ever met.
2: Oh, great dude. Great dude. Yeah. But everything that you're saying
0: doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, he, he's, he works his butt off. I mean, you know, there's sometimes I have to pull right the reins back on and be like, all right, dude, you need to relax a little bit. Take a deep breath. <laughs> um, You know, because, I mean, we're both workaholics. But there's sometimes, you know, over the past year or so, I've kind of developed a point to where it's like, all right, you've done enough. You need to take a breath breath and sit down and you know, let your body rest before you kill yourself. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's he's he's been he's been a big, big part of my career, you know, and the, the short stint I've had a Bro ball so far. Um, you know, uh, between him pushing my you know, stuff in from freaking, you know, him pitching to me on the mound because he's gross, um, to me trying to get him. him you know it's 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 been fun it's been a journey so far you know we've had you know i wouldn't want anybody else next to me you know hopefully i'll see him sometime soon you never know how this you know whole my league stuff works he's in high so you know hopefully maybe i'll see him soon we'll see Mm -hmm. so all
0: right you got the next one
1: yeah so i mean you know kind of you know you know coming up through the system so far you know you're making your way up uh you know as you as you hope to progress through it, what are some things that uh, that Boston fans you know hopefully could expect out of you as you climb up through the system? Like what 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 do you kind of want them to know about you? Kind of maybe as your play style, maybe you just as a person. But like, what are some things that you kind of you know want to want to let the fans you know around this around these parts know?
2: Um, the biggest thing that I bring to the park every day with me is you know, no matter if. You know, I'm going well or, you know, I'm oh for a hundred. I promise you every day I'm gonna come out there and give it everything I got. You know, may not be the prettiest thing, but I guarantee you I'm gonna stay aggressive. I'm gonna stay, you know, giving everything I have no matter what. You know, anytime I get to put on that jersey and represent the Boston Red Sox, it means the world to me. Um, you know, I would live and die in that in that jersey if I've got to. Um, these colors mean the world to me. This organization means the world to me. There's nothing more than I would rather see, you know. I You know, I put it at the top of my goals over my own personal goals is to bring a championship to Boston. Um, you know, whether that's in the near future or that's, you know, way on down the road, that's my plan before I leave this game of baseball to do that for this town, for Boston. You know, it, it means the world to me. Um, I'll give everything 110%. Whether my body's in pain or not, I promise you, I will be out there, you know, emptying the gas tank every night trying to win a game, so.
0: Man, I love that kind of answer. I love to hear it too, yeah. <laughs> trust me, seeing seeing our team, and yes, we, only, we won one back in 2018, but, you know, we're Boston fans. We're perfectionists. We want to see this team in the run
2: every single year. So, hearing that from you, I cannot wait to see what happens. Definitely, definitely. You know, I'll say this. I think, You know, they keep doing the things they're doing this year. They got a chance. Um, you know, they. it'll be interesting. Um, you know, but I'll say this. A lot of us guys have talked about it. Um, a lot of people in our organization have said it. You know, the 19 group and and some of the guys, you know, other guys around that from the other classes stride right around that, that's a very good group. And, I. you know, they've all said it they think they can win a championship with what they've got in their farm system right now. It's just a matter of time for all of us to put it together and get there. So, um, you know, we're excited. We work hard towards it every day and see what happens. So, you know, we'll and,
0: and, it's, it's fun to use some of the prospects on MLB the show. I'm not going to lie. It's oh yeah. That's... No,
2: I, I was playing it the other day. I haven't played video games in a while. Hold on one second. You You're there? Yep. You
1: right, great.
2: You. Um, I haven't played you know video, video games in, in a while, and I was playing uh, Nick Northcutt's my roommate. We were playing in the hotel room the other night, and uh, we uh, what was it? We were playing some of the minor league teams or whatever. And I was like, you know, Jimenez, who's two hotel rooms down. I'm like, the dude's on a video game. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, you got Casas and a bunch of other dudes on there. I'm like, this is awesome. You know, I'm friends with the dudes. They're on video games. So I was like, no, they're basically famous. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been cool. Maybe
1: you can brag about striking them out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I you know I I use I will use some like other freaking minor league team that you know I don't know anybody on, and I'll go up to Jimenez the next day when on the field. I'm like, hey, I struck you out last night. He'd be like, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> or, or 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 you end up just going, hey, I beaned you.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So uh, I normally just throw everything down the middle, and then we'll be the show. Because I'm like, look, you know, let's get this thing over with. Okay. I, just,
0: I just fast forward to the inning. I'm getting on offense. I'm good. Right, right, exactly. But all I gotta say is, if you got any other friends who want to come on the show, let them know. No, I'm just kidding. But with the next question that I got for you, where is it at? I lost my place. So let's talk about you so far this year. Now mm-hmm. I know we're going off a small sample size because you've only played what 12 games. It says, but oh my God. I mean, come on, man, you jumped up from. You jumped up to having a three 300 batting average, a 308, almost 400 on base percentage, two home runs through 12 games. You, you're killing it so far. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So I know it's still, a, like I said, small sample size, but what do you contribute to that success so far throughout the season? And what's the key to keeping
2: this up throughout the season? Um, You know, just, you know, the reason behind all this is just like I, I I've known, I've been able, I've been capable of this. Um, I played in the hardest con- conference in the whole entire country um, there's a reason I, I played with that actually you know multiple guys against multiple guys um, that are already in the big leagues that when I got to SEC I played against or played with um, you know my singer all those dudes you know I I've, I've had success against guys like that I've believed in myself I've known that you know I'm capable of doing this um, you know I In a humble way, i would say this, you know, I've gotten off to a decent start. I'm happy with the start that I've gotten off to, but I don't think I'm anywhere close to achieving where I'm at. You know, the other day I was having a conversation with some people and I told them, I was like, you know, in all honesty right now, I feel like that I'm still underachieving. Um, I'm technically an older guy, I guess, on average in our league. Um, You know, I expect myself to do things, you know, at a higher rate. Um, I'll continue to do that. i continue to work that way. Um, And I'll continue having fun that way. Um, and so it's, uh, I would say, you know, the biggest thing was just realizing it's in there. Um, you know, after the two, you know, back to back rough seasons coming straight from college to, to, um, straight pro ball and and still struggling, you know, I had my bumps and bruises and then sitting out all, you know, having to sit out all of 2020 because of COVID, um, was, was tough. Um, but I knew basically. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do for a living. Um, and, and so I had to just put everything, you know, all my eggs in one basket, you know, as scary as that may be. Um, and every day, I'd go in and, and work on what I knew was right, you know, not just working on what everybody wanted me to work on, working on what I knew was right for me, um, surrounding me with the right people for me um, to better help me perform for this organization um and and so coming into it uh you know the year I was very excited um you know excited to see where this you know this whole year could go um had a good fall instructionally um with some of the adjustments that I had made um getting back to some of the simplicity of some of the stuff that I do um to make it easier on myself um and so now I'm just kind of just reaping the benefits of it uh you know I think I'm I'm Slowly getting my feet really settled in here. Uh, And I'm excited to see what the whole year is going to do. This team's exciting. Um, You know, you got Gilberto at the top. You know, Jimenez every day. He does something new that you've never seen before. Um, You know, I call him a robot, honestly. Like, I look at every day. I'm like, he's a robot, bro. Like, he he just does stuff that is, you know, just doesn't even seem baseball-like. I mean, he's got the best hand-eye coordination I've seen out of anybody in my whole entire life um and so you know that north cut playing third big power guy joe davis one of the funniest dudes i've ever seen and just goes out there and just crushes balls left and right um you know it's 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 an interesting team you know we're excited We've, we've been having fun you know we've hit a couple bumps you know here and there to start the year but we're you know with our manager and everything you know we have a great coaching staff we're excited to see how the year goes and um you know this year so far from my standpoint you know i'm I'm pleased with it, but there's still a lot more work to do. And, um, you know, there's a ladder to be climbed. And so, you know, I just keep keep my feet where they are every day, work hard and see where it goes. Okay. So
1: if
0: 300 is underperforming for your standards, what number would you be satisfied with?
2: Um, I don't, I don't really know. I just, you know, I know what's in the tank. I know what I'm capable of. um, And so, you know, I don't know, it's, I've I've missed a lot of pitches early, you know, granted it's baseball, Um, but, you know, it's, it's just cutting down on that. And, you know, there's no telling, you know, I don't, I don't put a ceiling on, on myself, you know, I surprised myself quite a bit just from the hard work I put in. So it's just going from there, Um, you know, 300 great number, you know, I'm, I'm happy about it, but I'm not going to settle with it. Um, you know, who knows, you know, I, everybody says you can't bat 400, you know, I like doing stuff that people tell me I can't, so we'll see, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I
1: love,
2: I love that attitude.
1: I like hearing that too. Uh, so will kind of, you know, going off some, some stuff that you're saying, like, you know, Maybe is there maybe a player of any sort that you'd kind of maybe compare yourself to, you know, like in terms of play style and maybe, you know, in terms of like the little things you do, you know, or do you kind of like see yourself having your own game? Are there like elements that you'd like to think that, you know, are part of your game or how do you kind of view that?
2: Um, You know, I, I watch other guys and how they go about things. And, you know, uh, I like the aggressiveness, aggressiveness of George Springer. He's always been a favorite player of mine. Um, you know, let's see, Springer. Um, you know, I like the consistency of Brantley. Um, I love how Jackie Bradley went about his, you know, defensive stuff in the outfield. You know, it's just – it's it's taking, you know, a lump sum, lump sum of stuff that you see from people in the big leagues that, you know, I enjoy watching. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people ask me, oh, who do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be me. You know, I, I wanna be me. I don't wanna be anybody else. You know, I was raised to be myself. I was, you know, raised to be proud of who I was and, and, and the skin that I was in. And so, you know, I'm secure when I say that, you know. I I, I wanna be Will Dalton. You know, I don't wanna be the next so and so, I wanna be the one and only Will Dalton and such, so you know, how'd I go in and, and, and work on every day, you know, being the best version of me. So
1: I love to hear it. Also, you did hit a bit of, I won't say, you know, Robert's probably going to say it, but you did hit a bit of a soft spot with him with the Jackie Bradley Jr. Reference.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Favorite player that, of all time. That guy, that guy, you know, I've, I've heard, I've never met him. Uh, I wish I could have met him. Everybody who's in this organization has so many high things to say about him. You know, he has so much high praise around him. I've absolutely loved watching him play. You know, I've i have learned a lot from just watching videos of him playing um and you know talking to a lot of the guys around here that know him. Um it's honestly in a way he's held my career without him even knowing. So um, you know, I appreciate that for sure. But yeah, no, he's one one hell of a player and wish him the best while he's out in Milwaukee. So so I I
0: when I was originally doing my research for all these questions, right? When I put that down, I had kind of an idea of a player you'd be compared to. Now, I'm only looking at paper, right? I'm only looking at stats on a piece of paper. So you can tell me if I'm wrong. But when I was looking at him, the first name that came to my mind was Trot Nixon.
2: Trot Nixon. Wow. You definitely did some research. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. That's honestly, like, I'm trying to think. There's been a lot, like a lot of, comparison stone out that may be I think that was the first one Really, like that actually like I'll have to go I haven't looked up like I know exactly who it is and I've seen it before I just haven't seen it in a long time uh, so it's like, honestly hey, you know that's what, that has me interested because now I'm going to go look at it even more in depth and kind of compare
0: hey Trot Nixon was a very very good hitter was it more of a power <laughs> guy? Good fielder had like yeah. a full tool arsenal to him, and was huge for this Red Sox team, especially in 2004. Like, dude, well, no, season. that's
2: why. That's why I'm like, wow, okay.
0: And just look uh, at looking at the numbers. They're they're eerily familiar.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, heck, that that makes sense. You know, a number standpoint. You know, really thinking about it, I haven't really looked at his numbers that well, but like thinking about it, I've had people like talk about him before and it's almost like that could have been you know I definitely could see the comparison so you know good shoot hats off to you I wouldn't have been my first guest
0: <laughs> so we've, we've talked a ton about baseball in the past 40-ish minutes or so we want to get to know with the more personable side of you like I said everybody when they think Will Dalton they think professional baseball player but we know there's a certain side um, there's another side of you that I mean, you only play baseball so much.
2: You got yeah. to do doing
0: in your life. So I know baseball takes up a lot of your time, but what other hobbies do you have outside of baseball?
2: Um, well, I love to be outdoors. Um, you know, I, I love being with friends and family. So, you know, I'm always hunting. I'm always fishing in the off season. Um, you know, sometimes when I can get away during the season and, and try to fish a little bit, I do. Um, another big thing, I love playing golf. Uh, my dad played it for quite a while. And, and so it's something that, you know, over the past few years, I've picked up and really started to love playing. Um, it's another game that you're going to fail a lot more than you're going to succeed. So, you know, I seem to love playing, you know, t- stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's something that I've, I've put some time into to try to get better at. Um, granted, hasn't gotten that much better, but it's gotten a little bit better. Um well no, I, like-
1: I, I picked up golf in a similar way and I feel your
2: pain. Uh <laughs> dude, the only thing I feel yeah, like the only thing that I've heard is my name dang uh dang pocketbook. Next thing you know, I feel like I gotta buy new golf balls. I gotta buy gotta buy a new club because you know one oh, paying yeah. attention and accidentally banged it up against something and now it's broke. You know, all kinds <laughs> of stuff like that. So it's it's been interesting. Oh, okay. um, you know, yeah. I, I spent a lot of time also, you know, um, the one thing that's been big for me um, and a lot of people are always shocked nowadays that I, I go about sharing this, but it's um, slowly starting to, you know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, long-term how I want to go about helping raising help and how, how to help raise more awareness for um, mental health issues with you know male athletes or male figures in general um you know I, something that i've struggled with in my career something i've struggled with in my whole entire life um that i didn't know how to deal with for the longest time and now that i've been in this organization and they've allowed me to use the tools that they can provide um it's helped me learn more about myself and, and i'm you know i'm in you know, control those issues. And so it's, it's, it's been a great, you know, experience. Um, it's had its ups, it's had its downs and it's something that I'm really interested on in helping others with. So um, it's something that I've, I've slowly kind of, um, you know, my off time uh, when I have time to, um, you know, open the computer screen and kind of look at some things, you know, going forward, you know, stuff that I want to do to try to help other people with um, that, whether it's starting a foundation, you know, on down the road or, or stuff of that nature. So,
0: I got. That. Hey, and I got
2: my Brendan Salucci T-shirt right here. He does a lot yeah. of stuff with that. Yeah, and- that's the boy. He's got. I've got. I think I got a couple of those shirts. I was like, they're somewhere in my closet. I got to get them out.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, when I heard he was doing that, I was the first one to say, "Yo, if you, once you get those T-shirts out, I'm the first one to buy one."
2: Because honestly, yeah, he, the
0: logo was amazing.
2: Him and I, well, we've had a lot of awesome conversations. You know, we're on different sides sometimes of the spectrum with things, and um it's created a lot of cool qualities and like how we go about business and stuff like that um when it comes to handling you know and helping spread the word on you know mental health awareness and you know stuff of that nature so it's, it's it's been a cool experience you know i'm happy for him to see where he's going with all the you know the letters by lucci and stuff and it's 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 really cool so you know i'm proud of him he continues to do a great job with that so uh he is he is awesome
0: but I just want to say also with your what you were saying about hunting and fishing, I would say you're from Tennessee. I'm going to assume that's two of them. First of all, and second yeah. of all, with with the golf game, right? I'm I'm the same way, right? I try and hit the ball forward, but it goes more left than anything for me every damn time off the driver. I don't know how to fix it. Oh yeah, but well, you're a left. But you're a lefty though, right? Yes, I slice it every time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'll say this. It'll be. There's one or three things every day I step up to the golf when I go to the golf course. I'm either gonna basically I'm gonna hit it dead straight and just absolutely hit the crap out of it. Or I'm gonna hit it left or I'm gonna hit it right. But there's no there's no all of it mixed in. It's either going one direction or another, and that's what I gotta use for the day. So I just tell people, Hey, if you keep hitting it left, aim a little bit farther right. Hope it goes in the middle. <laughs> all right. So
0: I got a lightning round for you, right? Couple questions outside of baseball. I just need a lightning round on first favorite video game.
2: Uh, MOB the show or no Call of Duty? Call of Duty, which one? Um, ooh, that's a tough one. Either MW two for back in the day or, uh, or yeah, MW two or Black Ops one. All right. Um, Respectful. if you were a baseball player, what would you be doing right now? Um. Most likely, probably working in the community of some sort. Most likely, probably being in law enforcement. Nice. If you could, if you could play any baseball stadium, where would you want to play? Fenway Park. Um,
0: right, right. To favorite. It.
2: <laughs> What's your favorite
0: <laughs> genre of music and favorite song?
2: Um, that's a tough one because I I listen to everything, Insane. like all ends of the spectrum. Um. I would say my, like, go-to be country. Oh, favorite song.
1: What's your walk-up uh, song?
2: Oh, uh, my my rock, walk-up songs are hip-hop and rap this year. I'm trying yeah. to think. Because, like, my walk-up songs this year have – it's Little Dirk and then it's uh, Kodak. <laughs> oh, I want have nice. full, like, Florida roots on that. Um. I'm trying to think i don't i don't know i mean hey if you're a country probably, guy you gotta love dinosaur, more than well dinosaur from Hank, Hank Williams jr that's probably my go-to okay okay so we'll go we'll throw it back a little bit all
0: right do you have any superstitions when it comes to your hitting routine
2: um no just complete my routine like just go about my whole routine like if i do it all then you know i feel comfortable with it other than that you know i don't really believe in the superstitions of it you know you make uh I feel like you you create your success. So positive thinking, positive mind and, and go up there and have fun. So, you know, that's I guess the only superstitions you could call it. But other than that, no, not really. What was one skill you always wanted to learn, not baseball? Playing the guitar. I've said it for like five years and I'm still trying to learn how to do it, but I just got a guitar. So Northcut knows how to play the guitar and I'm slowly trying to get him to teach me how to play. It, so I could never learn. My fingers wouldn't
0: adjust fast enough.
2: Yeah, that's what's been frustrating me. And then my whole hands, everything gets tired. And I'm like, all right, screw this. You got to put it back in the corner. (laughs) I was always a drums guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All
0: right, uh, final one. What was your favorite childhood TV TV show? Uh,
2: Ed, Ed and Eddie. (laughs) Oh,
0: All right. I, I love that show actually. That that unlocks some childhood memories for me. Okay.
2: Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, Brian, you get this one, and then I'll get the last one.
1: So, uh, you know, on so far this year, what are your thoughts on the twenty twenty one Red Sox? I mean, I had my personal thoughts on them coming to the year. P- fans of the show that you know have seen me on guest appearances, heard them at the beginning, and now have heard them since. How how have you
2: viewed them so far? Um big league team they match man they're fun to watch you know i think it's it's like they play with a you know bit of swagger as if like a lot of people didn't think they were going to be this um good this um this season um you know it's it's been fun to watch um but as an organization as a whole it's you know it's exciting um you know what Bloom's doing to build this whole organization as a whole for you know um long-term success um it's, it's got everybody ready to go. We're, you know, very excited. We're excited for this team, you know, in the big leagues this year, doing their thing, you know, I I wish them continued success and um, always will. So, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. That's, I mean, I would, I would put it that way. It's just one word um, exciting because, you know, I love watching them play. So, Mm -hmm. and I,
0: I see a very underdog kind of mentality to this team. And if I had to, if I had to say, and I've said this numerous times on the show, this is the 2003 Red Sox reincarnated.
2: We're- yeah, I, mean, I, I, we, I can't remember who said that the other day. Somebody said that to me. I think it was one of the coaches. We were talking about it. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like you can't count them out against anything. You know, it's like the other night, J.D. comes up, and a, was it was at the top of the ninth or something. Yep. And, it's just like you can't put the team away. Um, even seems like when guys are, are scuffling. A little bit here and there. Through. So far this year, it seems like there's been somebody else that comes in and steps in and, and picks them up and and allows that you know has success to where it allows the other guy to get back on his feet. Next thing you know, it's just kind of a revolving door of guys just constantly doing their thing. So it's 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 like I said, it's been a great time to watch. Mm-hmm. So we are a
0: curt shilling away from a World Series. That's that's my take on it.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I'm curious to see. You know, any baseball guy, if they understand, you know, teams competing for the World Series, if you watch baseball long enough, there will be somebody that they acquire at some point by the trade deadline um, that, you know, it will shake things up a little bit. You know, if I had to take a guess, there probably will be a move to get somebody. Um, you know, I think they see it as a legit, legitimate possibility this year. Um, so, we'll we'll see. You know, it would be cool to see – You know, big time guy like I don't know Max Scherzer or some guys like that come in and do it.
0: That was the exact name I had on my show last (laughs) this weekend.
2: The name on everybody's show.
0: Well, I had I don't know one of my I put that post out on Instagram. It was the night after the JD Homer, like you were saying. I put a post out and somebody said Scherzer is going to be the guy.
2: Uh, I don't
1: know what I don't know what it's going to take to get him though. That that's going to be a haul. I feel like.
2: Yeah, so, and we'll see. You know, uh, I think it'll be – there'll be a heavy load of us minor league guys going to another side, most likely. But, you know, if that's to help the, this organization win, you know, I think a lot of us guys would be, like, you know, tipping our hat at it. Um, you know, we'll see. Um, I think that's definitely a possibility. It's the reason why I brought it up. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, you know, if Mad Max becomes, you know, a Red Sox or not. But we'll see.
0: Uh, that's a sad part of
2: the game, though, professionally, is at the end of the line that it's business, you know, sometimes. It's, I mean, it's business, but at the same time, baseball is a small world. You'll see all the guys again, you know, keep playing. You never know how things, you know, shake out. So yeah,
0: Exactly. You can always come back to a team. But before I say this final question, Brian, you got any other questions on top of your head?
1: Uh no, no I I I don't really think anything I just wanted to say I just wanted to thank Will for coming on I really appreciate the I really appreciate you coming out to to talk with us today, mm-hmm.
0: man and I, like I said I'm so glad we were able to schedule something together and it was awesome getting to know you actually I got one yeah. more the in my head so I got two more for you first is what is the vibe of a clubhouse it for you guys in Salem are you guys like always up and energetic or are you guys serious down to we just got to win the game. What's, what's kind of the vibe in the
2: clubhouse? Um, You would think it was a circus if you saw our, our clubhouse. <laughs> um, it's quite fun. We keep things right, you know, have fun. Um, guys are always – their new new trend is playing hacky sack. Uh-huh. Uh, they all get in a circle in the locker room. It started in Fredericksburg this past week, and everybody's playing hacky sack and, you know, having a good time. You know, we, we are business when the time comes and when we need to take care of business, but – we, uh, we don't shy away from having our fair share of fun. Um, you know, it's a long season. Our manager, Luke Montz, is, is huge on, you know, what we, we call it the F word, you know, and that's fun. We use the F word and the C word. Have fun and be consistent. And, you know, we do that every day. Um, and, you know, if we win and there's not music on in the locker room within the first five, like two minutes of us getting in the locker room, he comes in and starts yelling, where's the dang music? um you know the only time we don't have music playing is right after a loss you know that's typical respect to loss but everything else you know man you know it's it's always fun there's always smiling faces in the locker room we're always cracking jokes you know it makes it a lot uh a lot easier if you know say you're you're struggling or say something's you know not going great for you um it, it creates an environment to pick you up and keep guys going and, and excited to play the game. So, you know, it's, it's been fun. It's been a blessing so far to have that guy as my manager for two years straight. Um, but it's, it's, so it's, it's definitely, it's created a great environment, great winning environment, great developmental um, environment um, for all of us. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a blessing. So it's a lot of fun. Oh,
0: man. Like, like we always say, it's just a bunch of kids playing a kid's game. Exactly. That's, that's the heart of it. But the last question I want to ask you is, you're just a kid from the middle of Tennessee, and you made it to become a minor league player and are going to progress throughout this Red Sox organization. We know the road to the MLB is an extremely hard road to travel, but you're on your way to get there. What piece of advice can you say to that high school kid who was trying to make it to college ball or that college kid from a small school trying to make it in the draft? what kind of advice do you have for their future forward?
2: Mm, Bet on yourself. Be willing to do, um, be willing to give up a lot in order to get more in, in return in the long run. Um, just because somebody says no now, doesn't mean it's a no later. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, the biggest thing, you know, after saying that, the biggest thing for me is being able to can you look yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, I've literally given everything I possibly have given. Um, and, and that's what I do every single night when I leave the field. Um, that's what I do every morning, you know, get when I wake up and have my cup of coffee. I, you know, all right, this is what I need to do today. And I need to give it everything I got. Um, just to continue to bet on bet on yourself. I mean, that's the biggest thing. If you can believe in yourself and you can keep that confidence, then you can make anything happen in this world, you know, in any aspect, in my opinion. All right. So
0: this has been an awesome interview, right? It's It's been awesome to get to know you, and we would love to have you back on the show later down once the season's done, get a recap from you of how the season went, all that fun stuff. But for now, you got anything else to say to the people before we
2: sign off? Um, no, nah, I'm good. You know, I, I appreciate y'all having me on. You know, definitely we'll, we'll get back on here sometime soon. You know, we'll make something happen. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been cool to, you know, meet guys and talk to you guys. Um, good way to kind of start my day and, and you know, get up and get going. So, you know, it actually, actually helps. So, um, I hope y'all have a good rest of the day and, you know, go Red Sox. Man, that's awesome.
0: What that? kind of outro music am I running? What genre?
2: Hey, man, surprise me.
0: All right, sounds good. With that being said to the fans, thank you guys so much. Make sure you keep an eye on Will as he climbs through this Red Sox organization. God bless you guys. Let's roll that outro music.
2: We'll see you next time. See you guys.
1: She had me until her funeral And you won't say yes, say yes, it's true Cause you like that